You're listening to the Breakaway Breakdown podcast, where we bring you interviews with some of the top ropers in the country, news about what's going on in the fastest sport on dirt, training tips for you and your horses, and so much more. I'm your host, Casey Allen. Let's jump in. Okay, you guys are going to have to excuse my voice because I have a little bit of a summer cold, but good news is you do not have to listen to me this entire episode. You are all in for a serious treat today. My boss lady, Chelsea Schaefer, who is the Western Editorial Director over some of your favorite brands like the Team Roping Journal, the Breakaway Roping Journal, CalfRoping.com, and Barrel Racing Magazine, has stepped in and she sat down with Lynn Smith after she left Reno Rodeo to talk about some things that could really benefit WPRA card holders or some of you girls who are looking at buying your permits or cards in the next couple years. Now, Lynn is currently the WPRA Breakaway Roping Director for kind of the western half of the United States, but in years past, she's who stepped in handling all the committees, all Breakaway Ropers needs across the country until recently when another outstanding lady, Christy Broderick, stepped in and kind of took over the eastern half of the United States. But we can get into more of that later. If you don't know who Lynn Smith is, Lynn is one of the OGs of goat tying. She was a four-time college national finals rodeo qualifier, then went on to be an outstanding coach up in Wyoming, and now she's at Cochise College in Arizona. Not only has she coached collegiate athletes, she's a very well-known clinician in the goat tying and breakaway roping worlds. She has coached hundreds of girls to the top levels, and she knows this game inside and out. She knows the industry as good as anybody else. So, Lynn is an absolute wealth of knowledge, and anytime we get a chance to sit down with her and talk to her, it's really special. So I think you guys are really going to love her and Chelsea's conversation today in our little kind of Rodeo 101 talking about the state of the industry. It's a very nice conversational episode. There's a few jokes. You're even going to hear about my boss's unfortunate run-in with some rocky jeans back in the day. So... Make sure you guys check out TeamEquinity.com to check out Equinity's line of products because they are who is bringing you this episode today, and I'm going to tell you more about Equinity XL and OEC at the commercial break. Now, before my voice gives out, without further ado, let's jump in. All right, Lynn. Well, give me. you're on your way home from Reno right now, so you are in the thick of things. Are you having to do any entering while you're driving? Of course. We get to enter Cheyenne today, so that is exciting. It's always fun to enter Cheyenne. Oh, how's Cheyenne's, uh, how's it working this year? Uh, so they're limiting to 200 girls, um, and there's large majority of them are based off the world standings and uh, percentages based off of the Mountain State Circuit standings. Okay. So, and that's been pretty consistent. That's how they did it from the beginning, right? Yes. Yes, it has been. Cheyenne's, I feel like that's such an awesome example what um, Tom and Frank and, and everybody there did to to bring the breakaway girls on. They were like early, early adopters of, of breakaway. Yes, they were definitely pioneers, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it kind of helped show the popularity of it, um, you know, to other rodeo committees and where it's evolving to is really, it's really exciting. You know, there's a lot more equal money. Um, there's a lot of rodeos adding it. Uh, there's a lot of rodeos adding it at equal money. And so it's kind of like some of the committees are now, well, we don't want to be the last ones to add it because we know it's coming. 
Mm-hmm. So, so it's exciting. Tell me, you did mention before I pressed record on this that you just did a presentation. Can you give us a little, um, to a bunch of rodeo committees, can you give us the rundown of what that was and and what maybe was in your presentation? Uh, so I got invited to the ARCS, which is the Association of Rodeo Committees, uh, meeting that they had in Vegas in the middle of May. Um, Casey Burke, which is the marketing person for the WPRA, did a really great video presentation that kind of was factual and explained a little bit of the evolution that we have undergone in the past three, four years being involved in the pro rodeos. Um, She had great numbers on there, uh, you know, showing the increase of the permits and card holders from the WPRA, the number of rodeos that have added us over the years, uh, the number of circuit finals that have added it, you know, so it was really and an impressive thing to see in such a short period of time how far breakaway has come. Uh, the committees, we just mainly had a discussion, you mm-hmm. know, question, answer, kind of a discussion period with them afterwards. Because I wanted to know, as breakaway ropers, what do we need to do for you guys and you people that are, you know, putting us in your rodeo? How can we make it better for you so you can keep including us? You know, and we got a lot of great feedback. Um, um, some of them, you know, the space is limited. Parking's limited. Uh, cattle pins are limited, stuff like that. And they kind of shared with each other things that they have done to make breakaways fit into their rodeos. And so that was kind of neat to see. Uh, but overall, the ceiling was a real good feel of having, you know, the ladies rope at those rodeos and, and you know, giving back you know, to the sport and, uh, you know, just with what we're able to contribute with, with, you know, being another ladies event and being as competitive as it is, um, you know, they're excited to have us, you know, and as ropers, I feel like we got to keep them excited to have us, you know, being the, the gracious guests as we get to go to these rodeos is taking us a long way in a short period of time. And as ropers, we got to continue that. What does that look like for you? Can you explain that a little bit more? What What is involved in being a gracious guest? Um, you know, accepting the circumstances. Not everything is perfect. You know, um, we're willing to go to rodeos that maybe at first didn't have a whole lot of added money or they limited the entries, you know, um, you, you know, and then not going to say that, the, you know, the cattle issue which is not really an issue, but sometimes the cattle are uneven. And that's just part that we accept, you know, as we enter and as we're rodeo contestants. Um, I think it's evolving now to where there's enough rodeos that offer breakaway. We've got to make business decisions, whether we like this setup or not, to whether we enter that rodeo or not. Mm -hmm. Instead of complaining to a contractor or the committee that we don't like something, I mean, You've got other options. You don't have to enter that rodeo. You can go to others. So um, just just staying polite and respectful, um, you know, but as a business side of it, pick and choose what fits you. Now, as far as awesome examples of committees who have who have made, maybe come up with solutions to the cattle issue, to the uneven cattle, have you seen what have you seen as far as great solutions or, or committees doing doing the right thing by breakaway ropers, like creating a best case scenario. Could you give any examples? Um, 
one that just sticks out because it's not that far out, you know, uh, was Guyman. Guyman did a, a phenomenal job. They added breakaway this year. One uh, fresh walking, fresh calf for everybody throughout all the rounds, you mm-hmm. know, not just the first round, but uh, as a progressive rounds as well, you know, and I think that kept it really even. Uh, it actually helped with the time of it as well um, with having fresh cattle, no pushers, uh, it ran fast, you mm-hmm. know, um, you don't have the calf fight in the shoot that's sport out there a little ways to where, and, and fresh cattle will do that too, to where you're not having to just ping that start and be a, you know, too flat to get into the money. Sure. Um, your, your horsepower can make it up a little bit and, uh, you know, it just helped the production. And I got several compliments, um, from some judges, and from, uh, you know, uh, uh, committees themselves was, you know, you guys did an exceptional job. How fast you guys ran through that first round at Guyman. They were like, hats off to you ladies. You guys did great. And, and there will be places that have a ground rule in place um, on how much time girls can spend in the corner. Have you, what have you experienced with that this year? Or, or what should people look forward to or know going going into the summer run? And, you know, we're almost to the 4th of July. So what should girls know about backing into the box and, and being expedient at places like, places like Greeley or, uh, you know, yeah, boy, we have really improved on that. Mm-hmm. You know, that that rule, whether it was, you know, ground rule then, uh, it has helped. <laughs> and people might not want to admit it, but uh, ladies at this level have done such a better job about being conscious of being in the box, being ready. Um, you know, when there's with the barrier is strong, they're already in the box. You know, they're not waiting for everything before they ride into the box. They're already in there and then just waiting for those last-minute things. You know, the neck rope getting on, um, mm-hmm. your, your pusher getting in there before they get turned around and set. Um, the riding up and resetting the horse has minimalized. Um, and what really made this kind of evident to me was I was just at the college finals in Casper. And, you know, there's a different level now between college rodeo and, and ladies that are going down the road professionally, um, just in the horsemanship and, and uh, getting the calves, you know, getting that quicker start on your calves, you know, as far as when you nod your face and, and the confidence of that. Um, that mm-hmm. really showed to me true there, sitting there watching the ladies at the college finals. Speaking of the college finals, going to do a little sidetrack here. Were you there coaching in the goat tie-in at all, too? Or Yeah, uh, my team that I had did not have the greatest year, so I only had one individual there. Mm-hmm. Um, but through the clinics, I have had, you know, a handful of ladies that have, are, are at other schools that we uh, worked with throughout the week and just kind of made a presence with them. Not, you know, they are what they are when they get there. So it's kind of like you're just – the, the support crew. You're really not yeah. going to do anything technically different that's going to make a big, huge difference to them. But it was neat to see because we had uh, ladies that had been through my clinics at one, one, two, and three in the nation, that's and awesome. uh, just tied phenomenal all week. That's awesome. Yeah, we have been excited because we have your old. I don't know if you saw we the your old DVD. <laughs> have you seen those clips? <laughs> Yes, I love them. The goat tires have been so excited to see those the, from the rodeo video. Um, 
vault that we kind of cracked into over at roping.com and breakawayroping.com. So I I love the fashion. You were styling. You were just a complete badass as we know you are. I love those videos. <laughs> Boy, it has evolved. I look at, back at it and look at it now and be like, shit, if I'd have known what I'd have known now, I'd have been a lot better. <laughs> That's what Larry D and I talk about. I was like, when when we started Roping.com and BreakawayRoping.com, I was like, man, can I get your Breakaway videos? And she's like, I was wearing Rockies in those old Breakaway videos. <laughs> we, oh, shoot, they're coming back in style now. Oh, my gosh. So Casey, who usually hosts this podcast, Casey Allen, who works for us, she will wear her mom's Rockies out at events. And I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus, Casey. <laughs> You know, she's she's at least 10 years younger than me. So those did not give her the permanent stomach ache that they gave me. Right. (laughs) Um, I can still feel the ache in my gut from those pants. They were the jeans you didn't need to wear a bra with because oh, they were right? high enough to support both. Exactly. Oh my gosh. We were we truly took me to the doctor. We thought there was something wrong with me. I was always going to the doctors because I had this impossible stomach ache. No, that was courtesy of Rocky Jeans. Thank you, Rocky Mountain Clothing Company, for uh, a lot of medical bills in my teens. Um I'm gonna remember that forever. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Equinity. Equinity Horse XL is a 100% pure amino acid supplement that can help your horse perform better from the cellular level. There is no fillers added, no sugars, no starches, no soy, nothing except 100% pure amino acids. What this does for your horse is it can help them from the cellular level perform better. We're talking quicker muscle recovery and stronger collagen for a healthier coat and bones. It can help increase focus help regulate the gut so many different things and you can actually use it in combination with equinity ultimate oec that's a liquid supplement that has a flaxseed based omega-3 oil natural vitamin e colloidal silver and other ingredients that are there specifically to help your horse from the cellular level it helps support cardiovascular health joint health healthier skin and coat gastric health and can help increase immune function We are so grateful for Equinity for bringing us this episode today. And if you want more information about their products, you've got to check out teamequinity.com. That's teamequinity.com to check out Equinity Horse XL and Equinity Ultimate OEC. Well, okay, back back to the rodeoing. Um, So give us, if, if a girl has... You know, a girl's going to start out and maybe she's on her permit. What do you think she really ought to know? Um, And we can start, we can break this down a lot of different ways. What's the fundamentals you need to know about, about entering? What's, what are your hacks for entering successfully? Well, I don't know if I'm the greatest one to ask, but uh, check the, the WPRA website and check it often. I mean, daily you know, mm-hmm. or, or at least several times a week, check for new listings, check for any changes that might happen on the entries. Um, you know, uh, just keep an eye on that. Uh, I'm a big one for keeping notes and calendars and post-it pads all over the place. 
you know, just so I try not to miss an entry that I want to go to, you know, you, and like I said, there's more breakaways now, so you can prioritize. What do you want to do? What do you, are you trying to get on the circuit level? Are you trying to get to the NFR open? Um, are the tour rodeos important, you know, cause you're going to have to check through the listings to see which one's listed as a tour rodeo. And because one has been approved in previous years, doesn't necessarily make it one this year, you know, and there might be new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so keeping an eye on that, knowing your priorities um, for, you know, what your goals are that year is going to determine how you enter, you know. Um, the thing that I've noticed recently, like as we enter through the, the portal and whatnot is um, Procom has not always listed a rodeo as breakaway. It might list the rodeo, but it's not listed as breakaway roping. But if you know that's the date that it's supposed to be open, be clicking on that bugger and see if that's the breakaway entry or if it's actually for the, for the guys events. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that one the hard way. You know, I just thought it was a whoops on, on WPRAs and that the, you know, date was off. And I thought, well, then maybe, you know, a couple more days, our entries will come up. And then by the time I realized that, callbacks were out. And I was like, oh, man, I missed that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And it was like I looked at it the day it opened and I looked at, the, looked at it the day it closed. But I never clicked on it just because I was busier those days and, and uh, totally missed those entries. And I was like, okay, lesson learned. You know, yeah. if that's the date that's listed, click on it. Figure it out. Maybe that's for the breakaway. And and what would you say if, if a girl has questions? You know, uh, of course, there, there's young girls like Madison Uthier and Josie Connor who can call uh, any – they've got a big old Rolodex of the best breakaway ropers in the world. So they can call uh, Shelby Beaujolais. They can call Jackie Crawford. They can call Larry D. and ask about entering. Can a younger girl – or not a younger girl, but a newer girl call the WPRA office and ask questions? Can they call ProCom and ask questions? How do you – how do you get information if you don't have it or don't even know where to start? I think the best place is to try to either go through your spokeswoman for your circuit, which mm-hmm. we have those listed on the WPRA site, or the circuit directors, which is Christy Broderick or myself. Mm-hmm. You know, t- text us first because often we're not around our phones or don't have service or whatever. You know, um, you know, we can give you a call back and, and help you through that if possible. If we don't have the answer, we'll find it. That's you know? good. Um, we have the resources and that way it kind of eliminates, um, maybe difference of opinion. I hate to say that, but sometimes if you call ProCom, depending on the operator you get, will depend on the answer that you get. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, so, (laughs) yeah. Oh, I lost you for a second. Are you there? What's your tool? But going through your director, your spokespeople, we feel like we can get you the more correct answer, not mm-hmm. just an answer, to where it benefits you. Yeah, for sure. And what about if you have a, and is that the same if you have a dispute or something? You know, I know I'm pretty good at covering team ropers and all of their uh, disputes <laughs> that they have. Um, who should, let's hope, let's hope breakaway ropers don't have any disputes. But in the case of a question on a call or a question on something that's going on at a rodeo, are, are you all the people to call the circuit directors, the judging directors? Who, how do breakaway ropers go about making a, asking a question or making a challenge? Uh, we prefer that you come through us, the circuit directors, mm-hmm. uh, or the you know the event directors, Christy or myself. Um, and then again, we can 
channel it to the right sources. Um, like on a bad call of the judging, you know, it is all a judgment call. There are there are bad calls. Um, you know, we can let the people in charge over the judging program know, hey, this was a bad call. And often, if, if it's something that's videoed, especially on the Cowboy channel, like they don't really accept personal videos, but if it's videoed on the Cowboy channel where we can screenshot video it and send it and say, you know, look, this was a poor call, they can use that for um, teaching purposes at their judging seminars. And that's kind of the avenue that we've got to take in all events is we just got to educate and make sure the judges know um, what's the right calls and, and circumstances like that just to try to eliminate them. Um, they're not ever going to totally go away, uh, you know, just because, again, it goes back to a judgment call. And then things happen fast, you mm -hmm. know, and as breakaway gets evolved more out there, I think uh, guys will be more familiar with, with what to see and whatnot. Um, but those are kind of how that's or that's how we're kind of handling it now is just using those opportunities as learning. And, and it sucks. I mean, mm -hmm. I know as competitive as breakaway is, but you're not going to reverse a call, you mm -hmm. know, um, and, and that's just kind of the way it is. That's, that's the way it is for every event. And so um, going and complaining is only going to make it um, harder, I would say, for the breakaway ropers. Mm -hmm. Um you know, because we're judged as a whole, we're not judged as individuals, <laughs> and so we got to be careful with that. But going through the directors kind of help eliminate um, a lot of the the emotion that's behind some of that, and it gets more to the rational of how do we how do we improve this for the future? Yeah, absolutely. What um, as far as rules with breakaway and and added money, how strong are you holding? to things that are in the, say, the WPRA rulebook or the PRCA rulebook? Are you handling things on a case-by-case -case basis with rodeos still, or are you kind of getting stricter with how they need to go about adding things? So, like, the added money, they're going to um, start implementing where, um, you know, they have to be at 50% added money in 24. I mm -hmm. believe it's 24. 75% uh, in 25, and then at 100% in year 26. Um, there's going to be certain exceptions for rodeos that are typically limited and maybe they reduce their limit or uh, they increase their limit number or remove the limit completely, um, you know, where they might give them another year to stay, you know, in a, in a certain bracket of the added money. Um, new rodeos coming in, there's not going to be the expectation that they start right at 100%. Um, but they will fall into those categories as, as they uh, had breakaway over the years. So there's a plan in place for getting equal money um, across, across the board with all the rodeos, you know, and, mm -hmm. and it's like I said, it's a plan. So it's going to take a couple of years to get it completely uh, implemented, but, but it's in the works. And actually there's a lot of rodeos that already do have equal money. Um you know, the more majority of them actually do. Uh, so, you know, we're in the process of it. I think the one that kind of sticks out is the finals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because you see how much the guys are winning at the NSR compared and the barrel racers compared to what the breakaway can accomplish at this moment. But we have come so far in such a short period of time, you know, we've got to get 
that to catch up. And it will. It will over time. You know, it just seems like it's happening slower than the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Can you give us any any sneak peeks of 2023's NFR plans? Anything that you all are discussing or that's on the table for this year? I haven't even discussed it yet. You know, uh, they'll start including me on, on some meetings here coming up the end of July. So honestly, what's evolved from last year to this year, I don't know yet. Oh, wow. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> That's surprising. That is and isn't surprising. (laughs) (laughs) No offense. Somebody might know, but it's not me. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. Um, Can you give us? So, I guess talking practically uh, for Rodeo 101 for folks, how early do you like to get to a performance? Um, If or or a slack, how how early do you like to get to a rodeo before you're going to compete? Um. Everybody's different. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm one of the people that I'd rather hurry up and wait. I would also yes. want to lot myself plenty of time for the unforeseen circumstance. You know, you blow a tire, you have truck problems, you have something go wrong. Yes, <laughs> um, yes. I want to be able to figure out how to still make it work to make it less stressful. So I'm an early person. Um, you know, you're knowing the rodeos. And their setups is also important, I think, because you can figure out, you know, is parking tricky here? Do I need to get there early to get a decent spot? You know, what's what's the arrangements for my horse? Do they have stalls? Do my horses like stalls? Is it in the ground rules not to build pens, you know, or, or to do the electric fence deal? Mm-hmm. So where are you on the road to now, Lynn? Um, I will be headed back up to Greeley for the uh, short round uh, up there and then Oakley, which kind of starts the fourth run for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Red Lodge Cody and then back down south for um, the ones in Arizona for the fourth. Is that your circuit then, Turquoise Circuit? Yep, I'm yeah. in the Turquoise Circuit this year. Got it. Very good, ma'am. Well, thank you so much for letting me bother the heck out of you all the time. I appreciate it, Lynn. No problem. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Alright, you guys. I hope you enjoyed Chelsea and Lynn's conversation on Little Rodeo 101. And I hope that there's some things that you guys could pull out of this to kind of help you out in your adventures. Also, good luck to all the youth athletes. We know this month is jam-packed for you guys between National Little Bridges Finals, IFYR, and then rolling right into the high school finals. So, We are just wrapping up some of our Cowboy Christmas coverage over at ProRodeo.com, and you guys can expect some interviews coming up with some athletes who had outstanding 4th of July runs in the tie-down roping and breakaway roping. Cannot wait to bring you those. Now, if you're interested in checking out any of those videos that they discussed, um, Lynn's original goat tying DVDs, we now have those on BreakawayRoping.com. You can use code BREAKDOWN15 to get a discount on a membership there and learn from other amazing coaches like Shelby Beaujoli, Larry D. Guy, Josie Connor, Hope Thompson, Danny Lohman, Martha Angeloni, Sarah Angeloni. I mean, we got a lot of them over there. I think you guys are going to love it. But as usual, we will be in the trenches watching all of the Pro Rodeo coverage this summer. Thanks to our amazing sponsors who are bringing it to you all the way through the NFR in December. And that is all I've got for you guys today. Again, before my voice gives out the rest of the way, I will be fully functioning vocally on the next episode. Make sure in the meantime to check out teamequinity.com and 
get on your trial of Equinity XL or check out some Equinity OEC for a little extra shine for your horses. Have a great week, guys. Hope you're doing great wherever you're at.